We're here today with Glenna Snellis. Glennis was born and raised in a little village in Northern England. The author of multiple children's books, including the best-selling Twas the Evening of Christmas and the popular series Love Letters from God and Snuggle Time, her writing reflects a deep passion for helping children discover joy in the world. Glennis is also presented at all three of our Christian children's book conferences, so thank you so much for that, Glennis. Of course. <laughs> Next week, Zondra Kids will be releasing a new book by Glennis called Twas the Season of Advent. Devotions and Stories for the Christmas Season. And you can learn more about Glennis at glennisnellist.com. So, Glennis, it's always such a pleasure to have you with us. Thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Brian. I love our time together, and I'm grateful that you would chat to me about my new book. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. And, you know, I always love, you know, when you come out with new books, and this is the second <laughs> one within, you know, a few months. So, it's you've been busy. Right. Right. I've been super busy, but it's all good. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, so this new book is actually the third in a series. Um, would mm-hmm. you like to tell us about the first two? Sure, yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I never thought it was going to be a series. You know, I've now learned as a writer, it's very good if you have a series inside you. Editors like it, publishers like it, agents like it. But this um, series started off with this The first one um, was called Towards the Evening of Christmas and um, gorgeous illustrations by Elena Selivanova. She's a Russian illustrator and is the same illustrator for each of the three. But this started off way back in 2014 when my very first book was published, Love Letters from God. I was having lunch with my editor like super nervous you know because I couldn't eat like when I'm nervous I can't eat but I remember that she asked me so do you have anything else Glennis that I might be interested in and I said you know at that point I thought I'd arrived you know what I mean I'd written my first book it was just published and I thought Woo-hoo, I made it I'm an author and although I loved writing and I had lots of little things in the background I didn't have anything that I could say yes I I have this, but I remembered in the back of my mind that I had taken the Clement Seymour classic the night before Christmas, and I'd rewritten it to focus on Jesus instead of Santa, and I called it Twas the Evening of Christmas instead of the night before, and I think I might have done it as part of a curriculum I wrote for my Sunday school teachers or just something fun to be used at Christmas but for some reason I remembered that and when she said you have anything else I said well I've got this little poem thing I took the Clement Seymour classic and I rewrote (laughs) it about Jesus um, and I have that somewhere you know but I don't suppose you'd you'd be interested in that right and she said (laughs) (laughs) yeah she said yeah, I would. Let me take a peek at it. And so that little poem became the first book in the series, Twas the Evening of Christmas. Um, and again, so I just took that familiar poem and tried to use some of the same rhythm and uh, meter and rhyme and some of the fun elements of it and rolled them into this book, which re- did really, really well. But again, I thought, that's great this towards the evening of Christmas and then it was my editor again that same editor who said to me 
about a year after this one was published, she said, have you ever thought of writing a follow-up called Twas the Morning of Easter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, but I'll go and do that right now. <laughs> because, you know, when your publisher or your editor comes to you with projects. Yes, and absolutely. Ask, right. The best case you, scenario almost. Absolutely, yes. And so I went right home. I picked up the pen. And I wrote Twas the Morning of Easter. And this is the second book in that series. So it's just lovely to me how the covers are kind of... So the, the, the publishers were clever because if you Google um, the night before Christmas, a lot of the... Of course, there's been lots of editions of that, but a lot of the font looks like this. So so this whole series now, all I don't know how... Right there... <laughs> All three of them, they kind of echo. Um, they have that similar theme of twas. So this one, same illustrator, came out just earlier this year, actually. And this was so popular, used in lots of churches who, because of COVID, I had this idea that this book could be used for an outdoor story walk. I don't know if you've seen libraries sometimes. Do yes, yes. Yeah, those are just the best thing where families can walk through the pages of a book outside. And so lots of churches use this book for an outdoor story walk this wow. Easter. I know it was so fabulous to see the photographs of all the different churches who were doing it. And, and actually, in case I forget, this book I just wrote... Um, instructions for how to do a christmas story walk for this one which our church is doing this year oh, so great yeah yeah it's just a fun way to engage families in the christmas story absolutely that's a great yeah idea. yeah so then the natural thing after bringing out those two books and i can't remember if it was my idea or my editors it was probably my editors i i have to give her the credit I think she said, maybe we can do towards the season of Advent. And here it is. Yeah. So there you go. It, yeah, it's a little longer than these two are 32 page picture books. And this one is a 48. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so yeah I'll, since this is a second Christmas one, how, how does it differ from the first one? Besides right. The yeah, that's a really good question. So Twas the Evening of Christmas really just focuses on the birth of Jesus. Um, so it's just a lovely book for, for reading at the Christmas season. It begins with, you know, the journey to Bethlehem and the arrival in the stable and just really describes the night that Jesus was born. Of course, it's got the angels and the shepherds and the wise men. Um just aren't the pictures so beautiful yeah, absolutely. yeah so absolutely. so how they differ so that's just kind of a one-off that you can read in one sitting towards the season of advent then is 25 devotions and stories for december the 1st through december 25th oh of course sort of like a right. advent calendar sort of Exactly. It's really like an advent calendar and designed to be used in that way. So this one, um, I'm hoping 
will be used by families. Or actually, I don't even think it's just for kids. I think it would make a lovely coffee table book. Yeah. You know. So that this is why it's forty-eight pages because it begins with December the first. So there's a lot more text you can see right there each day. I know that Advent is not twenty-five days, but for the purposes of this book, it was just easier for me to do December first through the twenty-fifth. Sure, sure. So. And it was, it's really wonderful because this picture, you will see this picture in Towards the Evening of Christmas. Ah. Yeah, so they took, I mean, Elena did a lot of new illustrations, but she took some of the old ones. And actually, do you know the really cool thing, Brian? My editor said to me, take a peek inside Towards the Morning of Easter and see if there are any pictures we could use in Towards the Season of Really? Advent. Okay. Yeah, and and I'm like, uh, really, you know. <laughs> that, but again, it's it's the vision of, of having a team who can think beyond what you can think. Sometimes, sure, absolutely. And so I knew there were a lot of images from towards the evening of Christmas we could roll in, which they did. But I looked at the Easter book and I said, I don't really see how. It's, you know, I don't think any can be used. But lo and behold, when I get the book, so clever, on December 17th, where the story is Emmanuel, this picture, uh, which was used for the resurrection scene, oh. you know, Emmanuel, God with us, and it just fitted perfectly. And I thought, oh, my goodness, you know, so... They used elements from each of the other books. So, yeah, December the 1st through the 25th, there's a Bible verse, and each day begins with a little poem from that, based on that Clement Seymour classic. So it begins like this. "'Twas the season of Advent when all through the earth people were pausing to ponder Christ's birth. The bright lights were hung round the door frames with care." in hopes that Christmas time soon would be there. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, yeah, such a takeoff on the, you know, famous night before Christmas. I know, yeah. So it was a little challenge to, I mean, those are the books. There may be, I think, 14 stanzas in a similar way to the original book by Clement Seymour. This one had to have 25 stanzas. And I had to keep it, you know, current, and um, I, I think it works, though. I like a challenge, so. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so then it goes through December 25th, and because that's Christmas Day, I didn't really write a story for that day, because, you know, families are going to be busy, but so it ends with Happy Birthday, Jesus. As Mary and Joseph stood under the star and thought about Jesus and things from afar, they heard a God whisper that danced through the light. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Oh my goodness, how wonderful. (laughs) I know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Well, you know, I know we were talking beforehand about, you know, the shipping delays. You know, that everyone's, uh, you know, um, having to uh, deal with uh, because of, you know, all the shipping delays across the country, across the world. Um, Right. So, you know, the the book release date 
I know has been postponed a couple of times. Yes, yes, it has. Originally, it should have released on October the 4th, I believe. Um, and that seems early for an Advent book, but you have to be able to, you know, get that book um, in the bookstores and right. get it in people's minds because it begins, this book is, is aimed to begin December the 1st. So it should have been October 4th. Then it was pushed to October 26th. And now it releases November 2nd, which is next week. But I know that, so it was a little frightening. You know, I got an email from the publisher saying, don't worry, but the book is, you know, it's at the port. It's not at the port yet. Now it's at the port and it's been delayed. But so I'm just calm thoughts, Glennis, calm thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that they've arrived now. They're, they're here and they're ready to be shipped out to the stores. So. Well, there's a ton of companies that are, dying for their shipments to get here in time for the Christmas selling season. And, you know, I know, I know. So I'm particular very, is very dependent upon that. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm very fortunate that it could be released early November. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta believe that it's going to be very well received for, you know, Advent season. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. So now, you know, you mentioned this is the third book from that same illustrator, right? right? All the, you know, books in the series have been the same illustrator. Right. Um, and um, at our children's book conference last week, you know, we were talking a lot about how typically the author and the illustrator don't really communicate directly. Um, right. Everything goes through the publishing house, which, which speaks to each, you know, person separately. Um, has that been the case in these three books for you? Yes, pretty much. I have never actually spoken to Elena. Um, some of my illustrators, we, you know, we follow each other on Instagram and sometimes we message each other, but I've never actually spoken to Elena. She's in Russia. But I know that, for example, I think for towards the evening of Christmas, one of my bloggers wanted to interview both of us. And so we were able to do a joint interview, but that was all handled through the publishing house. Okay. You know, like sure. I contacted my editor, she talked to the art director, the art director talked to Elena. But because I do understand that as the author, my job is to write the words and I can't, I shouldn't really interfere with what the illustrator's doing, which is a scary thing, you know, for, for an author because you don't quite know how an illustrator is going to interpret your words but how could i not be thrilled i mean her That's i just it. love her style it's it's beautiful i love this one this is december the 5th which is called mary's magnificent song mm. uh, which is my retelling of course of the magnificat and i don't know she's just look at mary she's just dancing and elena she really knows how to how to capture these moments. I love this one too, when Mary meets Elizabeth mm. um, and they hug, you know, because they're both pregnant. I really wanted to include that story, which is called A God of Impossible Things, because I'm one of four sisters and three of us were pregnant at the same time. Oh my goodness. Yes, so I know the joy of hugging a relative and you're both carrying a child. Sure. So 
Yeah, so it was really important for me to include that. But yeah, Elena is a wonderful illustrator. Um, it's not my gift. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you've been doing with all of your books such a good job of providing like um, accompanying resources, you know, that churches or booksellers or, or you know, parents can use. Um, how, you know... Do you suggest that, you know, children's ministries take advantage of this book, you know, during the Advent season? Yes. Well, I was a teacher in England. In my previous life, I, I was a primary school teacher. And so I really love to create free resources. And so for each of these books, <laughs> towards the evening of Christmas, towards the morning of Easter, and now towards the season of Advent, there are free downloadable activity of resource packs, which can be used by parents, homeschoolers, teachers in Christian schools, or as you said, children's ministry directors. And for this one, I'm super excited because the accompanying pack, which is available on my website, just look at the freebies tab or search activity packs and it will come right up. The activity pack for Towards the Season of Advent consists it's quite simple really for each day for each of the 25 days there is there are some follow-up questions to talk about with children there is a suggested activity sometimes it might be a little craft which is included in the pack but more often it's maybe a family activity something uh, maybe to challenge a family in some ways um so i think some of them are like, how can I spread the light of Jesus in my neighborhood this year? You know, is there something I, can I mail a card to a, a neighbor or a shut-in or can I make extra cookies? Things like that. So it's not just uh, make this star and hang it on the tree, although that is one of the activities. It's more, what does Advent, how, how can I, really participate in the Advent season in the spirit of giving and not just receiving. Nice, so nice. question, yeah, questions, a little suggested activity. And then the part I'm really excited about is called Advent Ad. And what we did was we took each of the 25 days, we made a little square condensed picture and you print those out on cardstock, cut them out, punch a little hole, and they're designed to be hung on the tree each day. So it's like a countdown advent calendar. And it looks a little bit like this for an, for an example. Okay. Yeah, those square pictures. It, it's not quite like this, but that's the idea. So that will be um, your advent countdown to Christmas 1, one through 25. Wow. So, the yeah. work that um, you and the publisher have put into this is just impressive. Yes, Zonda kids do a wonderful job. They know that I love to create these resources. So I draft them up and I send them their way and then they come back looking all beautiful. So it's teamwork, you know. Yes, yeah, it was so wonderful. I mean, you know, being able to, you know, provide all these things that, um, you know, families and churches can take advantage of. It's just, just really great. I'm so glad. Uh, yeah, yeah. You do such a good job with this stuff. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, you know, I know you didn't anticipate anything after the first, you know, in this series, and now you've got three. So that begs the question, of course, you know, do you have any ideas to take it further? Yeah, 
<laughs> I do. <laughs> in fact, there will be one more, probably just one more in this series, and this will be my most ambitious Twas book to date. So I already signed the contract for, but I have yet to write, <laughs> was the season of Lent. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, that is 40 days. That's going to be, I'm pretty sure we'll have to condense it into a 48-page picture mm. book, the same as this one. But probably the stories will be shorter. And I, I really don't think I can do a 40-stanza version of the night before Christmas. Sure. So right now I'm working on sectioning that out so it's doable for me. But I envision that as again a book really to well to encourage and come alongside families journeying through Lent, but to challenge them too, because Lent of course is the time when we think about change and how we can make a difference in the world and what we might give up or what we might take up. So I'm going to work it toward those things, but it's going to be based on the life of Jesus. So who Jesus was, what Jesus did, what Jesus said, and how I might be able to reflect that during Lent. That's It sounds great, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, it sounds <laughs> impressive. I mean, it sounds like a lot of work. But <laughs> I know it will be a lot of work, but my publisher hasn't given me a deadline yet. And I need that. I need somebody to say, we need this, you know, and then I'll be right on it. But I'm excited for Towards the Season of Lent. And that will publish in January of 2024. Okay. So quite a way out. Well, that's good. I mean, it's because it takes some time, you know, and the illustrator too, right, has more work to do. Right, exactly, yes. And this time when they say, look at, take a peek at your other books, is there any illustration? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to do a better job of looking at that, yeah. Sure, sure. Wow, how wonderful. So um, anything, anything else new on the horizon uh, that we should share with people? Well, next year, next year I've got six books. What? I know, honestly, Brian. Oh my like, goodness, you're so productive. That's just amazing. Six. I don't really, <laughs> honestly. It's, well, again, some of them are a continuation of a series. So the first one in January is Snuggle Time Easter Stories. <laughs> Snuggle Time is a little series of board books with Zonda kids. Um, and... So, yeah, that's just, I think Snuggle Time Easter Stories might be the sixth in that series. That comes out January. And then two that I'm really excited about, two picture books, one in May is called, um, gosh, it just, it's about baptism and the title just escaped me. Um, it'll come to me, but it's with Zonda Kids and it's my first picture book on baptism. Okay. And then in July, Little Mole is coming back. <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, with Beaming Books. It's Little Mole goes to school. He's starting kindergarten and he's, oh. he's, all, he's all afraid, you know, in case he has nothing to offer. So I've got the baptism picture book and then Little Mole goes to school. And then in the fall, 
I've got two little board books coming out in the Good News series. Those are with Our Daily Bread. Okay. And and those are called Good News, It's Creation, and Good News, God Loves You, or God Loves Me. I can't remember, but... <laughs> yeah, so um, I have a busy year next year, too. Yeah, my goodness. So, yeah, I mean... We have a lot of book launch interviews to do, uh, and you have a lot of book launches to do. <laughs> I know, I know, but um, I think if you can find a way to enjoy it, you know, and have fun in it and not let yes. it burn you out and still write <laughs> at the same time. Well, good for and you. And that's the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you're kind of like I am. You like to be busy and productive and yeah. do things, so that's just fantastic. Yeah. I remembered it's called Baptized in the Water. Okay. Is the one in May with Zonda Kids. Yeah, Baptized in the Water. I'm excited about that one, Brian, because I tried to write about all the different forms of baptism so that it might appeal to different denominations because baptism is one of those things that can we can differ on in so many ways, but the common thing is that we, when we are baptized, we belong to God's great family. And so that's kind of common denominator. Nice. So it looks at pouring or dunking or sprinkling or in a river or a lake or a church, you know, but that really none of that matters. What matters is that we belong to God's great family. So, Amen. yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, Glennis, I mean, congratulations, first of all, on all of this that you're doing. I mean, it's just so impressive and so wonderful because, you know, your books have been such a blessing for so many. And, you know, I'm very happy for for you that, you know, they've sold so well and you've got so many books out there and coming out. And I'm happy for all the children and families that are going to be able to um, take advantage of them. Oh, thank you, Brian. It is a huge privilege for me to to be able to be an author. You know, I it was a wonderful privilege to publish my first book, and I thought I'd arrived. And so, for for God to use me in this way is just a wonderful blessing, and I, I'm really grateful. Well, it's such a wonderful fit. You know, clearly, <laughs> you've hit lots of home runs, so uh, it's really a wonderful. Oh, thank you, Brian. So you can find out about all of this, of course, at glennisnellis.com. So, you know, I invite everyone to go uh, check out Glennis's website. It's very well done, too. Thank you. So, Glennis, thanks again, and best wishes on the rest of this uh, launch and the rest of this Advent season. Thank you so much, Brian.